Hello, hello, beloved, and welcome to today's Body-Led Business Podcast episode. I am your host, Ulrika Valan, and today we're going to talk about something that is absolutely fundamental if you have an online business. We're going to talk about how to feel safe online when you're putting yourself out there, how to deal with online backlash, and how to stop giving a shit about what others think and instead go big. So before we go into this deeply juicy, complex, charged topic, I want to share something else. So right now, Texas is getting really fucking hot. <laughs> and to record this podcast episode, I cannot use the AC because it would affect the sound quality. So this episode is going to be hot. We're really going to turn up the volume and also the heat. <laughs> and just as a little side story. So my partner, Kevin, he is Texan and he grew up in Houston. He told me that when he was growing up, they tried to fry an egg on the asphalt. And the crazy thing is it worked. <laughs> so Texas is going to get so, so bloody hot. And right now it's still June and we are already at about 40 degrees Celsius, which is, I think, over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So fucking crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> so get ready for some heat in this podcast episode. So speaking about backlash, to be honest, I am highly qualified to speak about this conversation, even more qualified than I would like to be. I have received a lot of backlash online since day one of my coaching. I will not go into all of the stories, which began literally with me posting a picture of me painting my face with menstrual blood. So imagine the comments I received after that, but I kept on going as I will always do. But there was one story that really defined my leadership and really formed my boundaries, my internal anchoring as a leader my capacity to say what I really think without fawning and also without going into, you know, like the nice good girl, diluting my message, but also without losing my humility, without losing my compassion for other people. So that story happened, I believe now about two years and a half ago. And I happened to be in Ubud in Bali, where I decided to do a one week long retreat on my own. So I just rented a villa. And I decided to redo, redefine, and just deepen my sacred sexuality program, Erotically Embodied, and just really spend a lot of time in ceremony space. And that week, I was also on my bleed, and it was also the full moon eclipse. So it was a really, really intense week. And I think in about day three of the retreat, someone sent me a message saying, Hey, Ulrika, this guy made this really weird video about you have you seen this? And it was this random Lithuanian dude, I've never seen him before, who created a video making fun of one of my videos that I had created previously. And that video that he was basically having fun of was a 10-minute video where I had the balls to speak about what is the difference between masturbation and conscious self-pleasure. But the nuance is that this video went to a major online news platform in Lithuania. So I used to have this collaboration with a really big online news platform in Lithuania where I would produce regular videos about sexuality. And so I was offering transmissions on topics that are highly taboo to the mainstream audience. So 
I had the boss to do this video right now, I don't think I would do this. I would probably phrase it differently, but at the time it felt right. And I'm actually so happy I did it because I know that so many people really need this information. But what happened when I saw that video, I actually didn't even watch it, but I just had to see what's really coming up in my body. And I wish I could tell you that I didn't care, but I did. It really brought up a lot for me. And when I went deeply into my body, and when I say I go into the body, I mean really going through the layers of my emotions and beliefs and memories, literally going down the rabbit hole through the layers of my body. And what I found at the very root of my trigger, so to say, it was the fear of being ostracized. The fear of something bad happening to me if I were to speak up and really say what I think. Right? So, of course, I had to process this. It took me maybe some time, maybe... I don't know, maybe a few days, it wasn't that long. But this process really strengthened me in my voice and in my leadership. So that right now, when I receive any backlash, yes, it can still, you know, bring up things for me, but it's actually quite small. And sometimes, to be honest, I kind of get off <laughs> these kind of comments online. So all of this to say is that the bigger you grow on social media, the more backlash you're going to get. Your exposure will amplify not only your message, but also how your message is impacting other people. And that's going to mean you bringing out their power side, but also their pain side. That's simply inevitable, right? So what I learned through this experience is that I am okay with not being liked by everyone. It is okay that not everyone will understand me. And actually being okay with being misunderstood is still a pill that's hard to swallow. I'm most okay with that, but sometimes I feel that, isn't it obvious? Like, why do people make up things that I didn't even mention, right? So this is the time where I really have to open up my gates of compassion and really tune into why do people think the way they think, right? So at the same time, it's okay that not everyone will understand my work and that's totally cool. And the last thing is that I have to be okay with people being triggered by what I say or even do not say. Sometimes me not mentioning a specific nuance in a conversation will trigger people, right? So no matter what you say or do not say, you do not have control over people, you know, being triggered and responding to you with backlash. And to be honest, sometimes I literally have no idea which of my posts will create confrontation. Sometimes I think this is just the sweetest thing I've ever said. <laughs> and even then, people are triggered. Sometimes I post something that I think that's going to be provocative and nothing happens. So you just have no idea. <laughs> okay? So I'm just going to share a few lessons that are going to support you with standing tall in your power, with you really owning your message and not diluting your words. Because... The world needs you in your fullness. Your clients need to find you by you speaking what you truly say. If you're just playing in the safe zone, if you're just speaking vanilla, people will never find you. You're just going to be like one 
among many other people who are afraid to really speak up, right? Okay, so let me dive into the lessons that I've really gathered over the last years and feel free to take a note of those. And if you have any questions or comments on these, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram because I just love having conversations and I love hearing what you have to say without diluting yourself, my beloved. So as already mentioned, it's confrontation. So let's say this is the number one. So confrontation is part of being a leader. And the more you show up online, the more authentic you are, the more likely you will experience confrontation. And that is okay. Because this way, when you lead yourself through confrontation, you also show your biggest sense how to be a leader, right? And this way people learn, can I really trust this woman? Can she hold herself even when people are disagreeing. So this is why it's important to always, you know, lead yourself, not just in your posts, but also comments, right? I'm going to speak about, you know, the comment section later on, but know that when you stand your ground, even when there's backlash on social media, you are paving the way for your people to know that it's safe to lead yourself. It is safe to hold yourself no matter what other people say right? And this is really the time where you really want to source your inner validation, no matter what is happening externally. This is true leadership. And by the way, if you want to receive a little bit more support with sourcing your inner validation as the leader, as CEO, I highly invite you to leave a review under this podcast, send me a screenshot of the review, and then I will send you a recorded activation, which I use myself all the time, And this meditation or activation will help you source your inner confidence, your inner validation as a leader, right? And it's something that I do all the time, especially when I am launching a program so that I would not rely on anyone else's opinion or even sales or likes or star reviews to define the value of my work, okay? So the first one is confrontation is part of being a leader. And to deal with that, you will want to source your inner validation at all times, okay? Then next one, number two is you do not owe anything to anyone. Really listen up. You do not owe anything to anyone, including explanations of why you chose the word that you chose to use. Just because you share about your work online doesn't mean that you have to Tolerate anyone's projections, entitlements, requests, or demands. You do not have to justify every single word you have sent, right? So even though you will do your best to be authentic, to be vulnerable, to just be yourself on social media, I don't think it's actually possible to always portray the 100% of who you are as a woman, including your personal history, your desires, your motives, the reasoning behind your words, it's just not possible to portray everything through a fucking tiny screen, (laughs) right? So it takes time and effort to truly understand someone's world. And and I think it's really possible to make it happen fully online. So personally, actually, I have decided I am not available to be scrutinized. If someone doesn't like the way I said something, amazing. Amazing. What a beautiful opportunity for them 
to go and create something on their own, to create a solution to a problem that they saw in my wording. And I'm saying this with love, right? And when it comes to you not owing anything to anyone, this is really, really important for you to realize specifically because people will always ask you questions such as, but how about this? Why would you use this word? And things like that, right? So people will most likely, especially if you have more and more exposure and the bigger community, they will question the choice of your wording. They will question the absence of something you mentioned, right? And most of the time, they come with love. And that's okay. When I notice that there is an openness, I will engage in the conversation. However, at the same time, when you are up to creating massive things in the world, most likely you just don't have the time to explain every little thing, right? And there is this quote by Simone Sul. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm sorry. Simone Sul, maybe. S-E-O. L, maybe. Oh my God, I can't remember how to pronounce her last name. Anyway, she's an amazing marketing teacher. And she once said, imagine that you are coming to my house. I'm sitting in my porch and I have flower pots that are painted in yellow. And then you're passing by. You don't live in my house. You don't know me. You're passing by. You step by my porch and say, why are they yellow? How about blue color? There should be blue. I prefer blue. <laughs> right? So this is the same case when someone comes to your social media account and they start questioning every choice of words, ideas, and things like that. So it's really up to you. Do you have the time to be scrutinized? Do you have the time to justify every single little thing? If you do, amazing. Please do that if you want to. But at the same time, know that you do not owe anything. All right? Oh, let's take a deep breath. <laughs> I tell you, we're going to come with some fire today. So the next topic or the next lesson is you want to discern whether people's opinions and backlash are just a beautiful form of disagreeing, which is totally fair enough, or is it a charged projection? And only you will be able to decide. Personally, I am okay with people disagreeing. Some coaches will not be okay with that. That's also cool. That's their own boundaries. I am okay with people disagreeing as long as they're able to separate an integrated, a grounded point of view from a projection that is emotionally charged. Right? Because when there's projection, people will most likely want to enter a debate. And personally, I am just not available to have debates in my comment section. <laughs> Firstly, I believe it's not even possible to have a healthy debate in the comments. And secondly, I don't have the time. I am busy creating really big things. And I'm saying this without arrogance. I literally do not have the time to engage in discussions that go back and forth and take hours, knowing that we are actually not getting anywhere. So... If that is happening, I would always invite my people to check in with themselves. Like, what are you trying to say with those words? What is your intention? Do you have a deeper question? Or is there anything coming up for you personally? 
right? Of course, I will not do coaching and I will not shame or blame people in my comments. My job is always to create a space for growth, but at the same time, I will always have boundaries as well to protect my own energy because my social media is my art gallery. It is a temple. It is a sanctuary that I deeply care about. And therefore, I care that it has a beautiful, energetic environment. Okay, number four. My space is not for everyone. And that is okay. To be honest, the more I express the way I see the world, the more people would unfollow me. And I'm actually really happy with people unfollowing me. Sometimes it takes literally just me dancing in a red dress. I recently, well, a few months ago, posted a, re a reel where I'm just dancing in a short red dress, looking kind of sexy and confident. And many people follow me after that reel. Totally cool. <laughs> or sometimes I would post things that are just more provocative. And that is totally okay if people follow me. Because I really wish that people enter spaces and communities that really bring out the best in them, that make them feel expansive and amazing. I really wish for everyone to be in spaces where they share the value of the person who's creating and leading the space, right? And so the more I speak up about my values, the more I will attract people who are my people, my soulmate family. And at the same time, I know that I will probably create more distance with people who are not my soulmate people. And that is okay. No hard feelings. Definitely not. And that being said, Sometimes I will also delete comments. Sometimes I will also block people who do not respect the space. And again, when I do this, I definitely say a prayer and wish them love. No hard feelings. But sometimes where I feel like there is no openness or even more so when there is no respect, I will just simply not engage with that and I will not give any energy. Okay, then I think now it's number five. I think I lost the track of numbers, but let's say it's number five. There's going to be a lot of nuance in every single conversation. Instagram posts allow us 2,200 characters. Why do I do carousel posts? It's because I literally do not fit into one Instagram caption. It's just impossible. And I am a very prolific writer and I have so many texts probably more than I could ever publish. And that being said, I cannot even put all the nuances of any conversation even into the 10 slides of a carousel post that is text heavy. I'm actually really working on trying to <laughs> make my carousels less text heavy, but it's a challenge for me. So even when I try to cover all the possible nuances of the conversation that I'm bringing up, even then it's just impossible. And then you know what happens? People ask the questions such as, how about this? And how about that? Why don't you use this word? Why don't you speak about this topic? Right? And at the same time, I understand people want to engage and contribute to the conversation. And yet, it's really up to you to know whether you want to engage in these conversations because as I said, you do not owe your explanations to anyone. And at the same time, just keep in mind that it's just impossible to cover all the possible nuances of any conversation. And this applies to you whether you are, you know, a content creator or whether you're consuming someone else's content. So if you're consuming someone else's content, just believe in that person 
that they know that there is so much more complexity to any single conversation than they can possibly talk about in one single post. So beloved, keep in mind that you've come this far not to please everyone. You're here to build a community of aligned beings and to do this, you will have to say what you really think. And people will always fill the gaps and interpret things in the way that suits them, in the way that reflects their own personal life circumstances, even though it doesn't always feel related to the thing that you spoke about in your post or in your content, right? So when you're putting yourself out there, just keep in mind that it is easy to belittle or attack someone's work. It takes truly 10 seconds to write something mean online, but it's quite something else to build your own legacy leaving vision and create a solution to the problem that you see, right? So there's this one quote by Brenner Brown that changed my life, that really gave me the power when it comes to dealing with any online backlash so, so many times. And the quote is, if you are not in the arena getting your ass kicked, I am not interested in your feedback. So remember, my beloved, it is your daily job, your daily prayer to source your inner validation at all times. This is your role as a leader. You go first. You say the thing. And if you make yourself smaller to not offend someone, to lose connection, you're actually making a huge disservice to the world. Because when you dim your light, your power, your voice, your success, your intelligence, your too muchness, right? Your massive energy, you are actually losing a part of yourself, which you could instead use to elevate, to inspire and expand the world. So the world needs your bigness. The world needs you standing up, strengthening the spine and saying the thing that you want to say. So to conclude this conversation, remember that so much creative freedom becomes available to you when you release all the responsibility for the way people interpret, perceive, or judge you. Remember that you do not have control over how people perceive or interpret your work, right? And in that moment, energetically, when you detach your self-worth from what you see happening online in terms of likes, story views, comments, and things like that, this is where your dharma begins picking up momentum. Your business, your muse, finally has the space to breathe. And then you start receiving, channeling ideas that are so wild and so big, so unique that no one has even dared to speak or even dream them before you. Remember that the world needs leaders like you who are so unapologetic about their truth that they're willing to risk losing love. And in that risk of losing love, you actually become the leader that people are longing to meet, longing to aspire to, longing to learn from. So this is my message for you today, beloved. It doesn't mean that you will not care about what people say online. But you will have the tools, you will have the spine to hold yourself through any backlash because you know that your work is fueled not by the need to be validated by someone else, but by the bigness of your vision. Thank you so, so much. 
and I would love to hear from you about your core takeaways from this episode. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to chat. And if you can leave a review for this podcast, I would be so grateful. If you do so, please send me a screenshot of the review and then I will send you the juicy, the potent activation for you to source your inner confidence as a CEO. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode.